Yeah. All right. You want to just get into it? Yep. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Plicka Plicka Playboy, back again for another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Once again, damn, start that over shit. <laughs> this is DJ E Z Dick. Hey, nigga, hit him with the old. This is DJ E Z Dick. I've been I've been away for too long, man. Fucking hiatus, fucking France. Yeah. Like, damn, I lost my muscle memory. <laughs> All right, ready? All right, three, two, one. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back again. Another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Once again, I'm in the building, in the place to be. With my homeboy to the right. Back from France. Oh, shit. Oh, Chant Elysee. <laughs> the man himself. Girl, man. scream like I'm king. What's good, brother? Bonjour, tout le monde. Yeah, man, I'm back. Oh, shit. What's good? Oh, shit. Flatbush to France. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. Yo, this nigga be yeah, something light. World traveling, he can't, he made it back safely. How long was you uh was you out there? On the Sean Ten days, day? bro. Ten days. Ten ten days. We just toured the country though. We didn't just do the Sean Elysee, but uh yeah, he toured a few places. Started in Paris, do the the normal touristy, you know, big city tourism thing and then we went to the south of France and did, did some things down there too I just like saying Champs-Élysées that's, and that's the only thing I remember from like French class really <laughs> <laughs> a location it's like somebody learning English and they'd be like yeah I remember Times Square <laughs> I know how to say it Times Square I had a um, a French teacher in, in I want to say junior high school there's like a song she used to sing a song so you know you put something to a song you remember it so I, I think that's why I remember of that course. shit but um, nah man good to have you back what's Good, man. It's been a while. People have if you y'all was wondering where we was at. That's Keith was doing the uh the worldwide traveler thing, man. What's good with you though, brother? How's it how's it feel to be back? What you been up to? How was the trip? Everything, man. What's up? Oh yeah, I love it. The trip was the bomb. I mean, I wish I was still there to be honest, but um, yeah, man, I just recharge my battery, see something new. Uh there was this old black dude who used to live in uh Europe, and I told him, Yeah, you know, I travel to France, but like not just Paris. I toured around and it was really cool to see the different kinds of cultures within one country because from the outside looking in you just think oh Sean's Elysee and Eiffel Tower and stuff but like there's like there's like a whole other like subcultures there and different regional things that they got going on and he was just happy it was you know when like a a a black dude does something pretty well or just is just doing well uh the older black dude was like, man, I'm happy you made it out there, man. I'm like, I was just vacation, bro. But he was like, I'm happy you got to do that, man. That's awesome. Nigga, that's, how, that's how keep, I feel, nigga. <laughs> what do you mean? That's how, I've been telling everybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just like, uh, it's it's like, just like uh, the marathon. It's like the marathon in France, bro. I'm like, hey, nigga, keep made to France, dog. Like, <laughs> Calvin got a job. <laughs> well, that was the second time I've been to France. But that's yeah, that's how I felt. It felt, it, it felt like, yeah, Calvin had got a job but the first time i went i was a lot younger so i didn't get to appreciate 
I didn't know nothing about culture and all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, man, these niggas sell beer for super expensive, man. It's a whack out here. Wine, fuck out of here. <laughs> but now like, I get to appreciate it because I drink wine and I have more of a taste for various cheeses and foods and spices and ate mad duck, um, ate a little escargot for snails for some some folks who don't know what that is. <laughs> Stunning, man. You couldn't tell the old man that you went twice too. He's like, I'm gonna hold back on the <laughs> on the first trip visit. This old man might just start bugging the fuck out, bro. <laughs> and I told him, but he but he lived he lived in Europe. So he lived in the Swiss Alps for a while. This is a um old black doctor. From, he lived, from he said he lived there for like from, two from years. The, from here, from states. He's American, yeah. but he lived um he lived in Europe for a few okay. years. Probably way back. Yeah. So he was just because he knows like the different um, nuances and cultures from different countries. Like he was happy that the feeling was that he was happy that another black person got to see, it, especially <laughs> a younger one. That's how it felt. He was like, "Thanks, brother. I mean, welcome to the club." You know what I'm saying? And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like when you had like you have a, a crew of friends, and then there's one who gets a kid first. Okay, and all they do is talk about. The misery and joys, mostly the miseries of being a parent, and they and they can't can't wait for like another person to be a parent, so they have shit to talk mm-hmm. about. That's what it reminds me of, because I still don't have kids, but it I always get that. Or even being married, like somebody who the first person in the crew to get married, they're like, "Yeah, bro, uh, when you gonna get married?" I ask you that shit every damn week, and then finally it happens. Like, Welcome to the club, bro. Yeah, what you be doing when your wife be bitching at you for doing X, <laughs> Y, and Z? Like, nah, nigga, I don't want. I got married. I live twenty four. Hours a day on marriage. I don't want to talk about that shit now when we drinking. But anyway, <laughs> the old black nigga had uh, he ain't had nobody to talk to. <laughs> that's what that's what it was like. He ain't have nobody to talk to. So yeah. So what do you think is the difference, man? What did you notice? And I told him, yeah, yeah, man. I'm just glad that you noticed. That's that's amazing, young brother. And I'm like, I've been right. waiting 25 years to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, I've been waiting years and years. Oh, I know the feeling though. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, having the yeah. uh, the Gemini man. You, you seen that Will Smith commercial? <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. Where, where he he meets his younger self. That's what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, good to man. have you back though, man Welcome back, brother, man Life's been good uh, on my side Damn, mad shit happened since we last spoke, bro It's been a minute, man Well, I see on social media you got the, the fitness joint see it, going you see You're a fitness influencer <laughs> Trying to be Nah, um, it's hard, man, it's a struggle But I'm trying to do the keto diet for everybody out there Who don't know what we're talking about And uh, trying to work out as well And then And that's the joint where it's, it's, uh, it's high carbs and protein no carbs. Uh, no, 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 no. Low no. carbs. There's no carbs, but high fat and protein. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, gotcha. yeah for the most okay. part. And um, and I'm just documenting the whole process on Instagram. You know what I mean? Um, victories, losses. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happens, y'all gonna see the whole process. Hopefully, I I, I reach my goals of really getting down. I don't have a set weight in mind, but it really just more so just feeling good and looking good. You know what I mean? Um, I I probably right. am gonna come up with a number though, somewhere around like maybe like. 40 pounds somewhere around there because that's what I gained actually in the past two years. Um, 40? Yeah. It's because, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what my doctor told me in the last visit. It's crazy when somebody else tells you because you'd be like, nah, you better check that shit again. <laughs> nah, he, he's like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of felt the trend, you know, what I'm I didn't feel it physically. But I could tell every time I was going to him, yeah. he was telling me a higher number. So I knew the number was going up. I stopped doing a physical job. You know what I mean? I don't get the most sleep. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's really a change. But I think one of the most interesting things I'm learning so far is just 
how the body reacts differently to food. Um, mm-hmm. And then once you once you can't like the, you can't really backslide. It's, it's like especially on a diet. You know what I mean? Maybe certain things in life you feel like you can have a cheat day with, but it's like with a diet. Yo, the, the the chemicals in the food just make your body react just like is as if you weren't dieting. You know what I mean? Like I lost ten, then gained right. back four, and I didn't even realized it. I was feeling myself because I lost ten, and I'm thinking, oh, I can have a can of soda. <laughs> nah, you know what I mean? But um, and just you, it's, it's staying consistent too, working out too on top of it. It's a learning process for everything. Um, it's not easy, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's dope. aside from that, my daughter started kindergarten. Um, yeah. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is cool. New school, she's loving it. Um, yeah, everything's good, man. Got a new tattoo, loving life. I was on vacation the past week from work, so that's always a plus not to not be there. Uh-huh. Dude, fancy nigga, vacation time. Oh, yeah, nigga, I have staycations. Oh. <laughs> I have staycations. I've been cr- and they do nothing productive. Looking back on my whole week, like damn, everything I said I was gonna do, I ain't do shit. But it is what it is. Uh, I do feel a little rested, and uh, life's good, man. Life's good. It's cool, man. You think you're gonna try to get uh, do a getaway? Uh yeah, definitely in the past. In the, in the next that's my if 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 I'm with, if we're gonna start making twenty twenty goals. No, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty is next year, right? <laughs> if we start making twenty twenty goals, I'm 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 on the one vacation a year and and that'll mm-hmm. soon I think upgrade to two vacations a year. That's a goal of mine. Well what do you consider a vacation? A getaway. Like uh anything from like three to five days no not three to five, but you know what I'm saying? Like three days at least at a minimum or two to, even a weekend trip weekend getaway could be a little vacation, but you know what I'm saying? Just a getaway. Somewhere where you're not at the around the same um environment that you're always around. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I asked because like you live in a good spot, like there's a there's a lot of Vacations with Lake George and it, you know different spots in Massachusetts. No, 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 Just definitely. Yeah, out of New York at least, but but I mean real bit. Like I want to go to a beach at least once a year. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I mean. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The American dream, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the American yeah, yeah. dream. But um, head out to Lake Erie, man. A nice beach out yeah. there. And shit. No, you got you got to too. You got to take advantage because you just work. You just you just work in this country, man. Work, 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 and not even realize life's passing you by. Yeah, you know, you just 35, 40 pounds <laughs> heavier than you was before, man. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to to bringing down the mood in the uh, <laughs> perfect. Nigga, <laughs> just sound like an old Tom Hanks movie. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're just grinding, grinding, and eventually life passes you by 40, 50, 60 pounds, and then eventually you got a, your own show on A&E. <laughs> About, about your weight nah, loss. You, you're right. You're right, man. Life, life is good for me. Um, I'm doing better than at least somebody I know, man. And that's Felicity Huffman. <laughs> my my, host. I mean, life is still pretty good for her, man. Life is still pretty <laughs> good for her, but I, bro, 14 yeah. days is is yeah, like you said, it's relatively light. There's a lot of people upset. Think she should have got more. Um, so she was sentenced to 14 days imprisonment, 250 hours of community service, which is a lot of hours, <laughs> and uh, 30 thousand dollar fine which is i think ironic because i'm pretty sure she paid more than that to to, <laughs> to cheat is you know what i'm saying so, which right. is crazy that they'd find a 30 grand but um what i take from that is that they're gonna throw the book at uh Lori laughlin <laughs> for her role in the college yeah. cheating scandal because they like all right felicity taking deals and she still got to do 14 days <laughs> like mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah and i mean i would argue that felicity felicity's probably richer well actually uh, who's Laurie Lofton's husband? It was some designer Mossimo. dude, right? That shit you, oh, okay. that shit you uh, see in like Sears know. or something? No, like, oh yeah, like Sears or 
Coles or some shit like that. I think they sell it at. Gotcha. Well, at the very least, I would argue that Felicity Huffman's had a better individual career than did Lori Laughlin. But who knows? What, you know, Lori Laughlin like might be balling out yeah, of control. I think she make that on um, Becky money and that Hallmark movie money too. Hmm? Yeah, like Lori Laughlin. I mean, yeah, Lori Laughlin. She probably. On some chameleonaire shit, like super rich, but everybody like, yeah, look at her washed up on Becky, but she balling like hell, like chameleonaire. People saw him in the front row at a Warriors game, like chameleonaire. Who hooked him up with tickets? But he super rich right now. Uh, Becky got her own marijuana strain and all that. <laughs> hell yeah, just on the low. Don't ever name it Aunt Becky. Name it something like you know Clive's Clive's blueberry. Smoking whatever. that Lori. <laughs> yeah, smoking that Lori exactly. But yeah, man, Felicity Huffman. She yeah. tapped her tapped her with something yeah, like nah. Bro, and I'm not gonna lie, 14 days, like I did I did four hours and I, and I was losing my mind in a prison cell in a prison cell, in a jail cell. I mean, imagine in a prison for 14 days, like that's gotta be pretty wet. I guess you're gonna read a lot, right? What would you do? Read, push ups. <laughs> read and push-ups I mean that's it I mean if TV taught us anything Is read and do push-ups And learn how to make a shank Out of a toothbrush I guess <laughs> She's not, she not gonna do the yeah, whole 14 I, mean, I feel like uh, Somebody the famous guy Got locked up before And they didn't Was it Paris Hilton? No no it was the other one right Lindsay It was one of, one of the white girls man <laughs> I, I, uh, Yeah I don't know I'm not good with the, the celebrity Unless they murdered somebody Then I don't really know Celebrity like criminal justice Shout out to OJ right now. I'll say but yeah, Casey like, Anthony got away with that. <laughs> but yeah. um, no, nah, no, nah, like I don't think she's gonna do the full fourteen days if she's. I don't know. <laughs> do you think she deserved more? Um, it's weird, bro. Like I don't don't do it for the culture, <laughs> man. Don't I don't I don't consider it the 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 most unethical of crimes. If that means you know what I'm saying. I think there, there's worse shit. Explain. Go on. <laughs> I think there's worse shit. And I think in in, in this country, you're kind of taught that your privilege buys you entry into, uh, you know what I'm saying, different things like country clubs. You know, it's like you have to be above mm-hmm. a certain tax bracket to get in a certain in certain places or a certain level of prestige. And I think she kind of got caught up in that within her morals. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... and mm-hmm. But all she really was trying to do was just pay a way for her kids to have privilege, like like John F. Kennedy's parents did for him. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? So, right. but I mean, and they, they did something illegal to op- open those doors up for John F. Kennedy, um, the same way. So, but but even that, I would consider a little bit worse than what she did. Now, but I do understand the victims and you mean like bootlegging, exactly. yeah, yeah, liquor when it was illegal mm-hmm. during the prohibition era, exactly. But but I do understand the victims of the I. I I am the victims of it. I look like the victims of it because there are poor black kids and Latino kids and even Asian kids that can't get into certain schools because because you just bought your daughter away in there. You know what I'm saying? And and mm. um, so with that being said, um, 14 days is pretty light. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's just a it's it's kind of a slap on the wrist to realize like yo, what you did was illegal. I know you probably didn't know it was illegal or didn't even think at the time maybe how illegal it was, but it was illegal. So we have to show you this. But um, I don't think she should have got more. No. All right. Uh, how about you? Same. I mean, I I, I think the yeah. I'd probably disagree, disagree with the premise. I think it it's super unethical. But um, as far as like people probably got get very excited because it's very a very like um, 
I guess like sensational crime with the all the moving parts and all this different kind of stuff and the fact that these people are celebrities. But when you think of the crime, like when we think about like if we were to commit a crime, I mean, granted, like if we had money, we could we could fight it a little bit better. But like this particular crime, it's it's a it's a hookup run them up. Yeah. Oh, they they right? would throw like, the book at us. We get years. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like we like inside a trade trading. I get because. Generally, like if you're an investor, like you, you do, you're pretty savvy. And you should know yeah. better. But and I, I suppose here you should know better also. But it's kind of oh, you got a hookup. My daughter could get ahead in life. All right, bet. So I'll do it. It's not. I doubt that their intention when they framed it in their mind. They're like, oh, well, I'm gonna steal from a kid so that my kid could get exactly. ahead. And yeah, you need to be taught a lesson. But if they weren't famous, it would kind of be the same mm-hmm. thing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they serve some more time because they don't have as good of a lawyer, but. Like, this is about right, right? Like, if you had a lawyer who was about as rich as Felicity Huffman or a dentist or whatever, and they did this kind of thing and they got arrested and they had the money to fight it, it's about right. They probably would get no time, mm-hmm. but I understand she's white. And if it were a black family, like a black family, um, you know, if you do something like put a bogus address or something so your kid could get into a certain school, you get, you get quite a pe- penalty. But, I mean, you know. There's rich people who get drug charges, and they don't. No matter what the their color is, and clearly the white one would get it easier. Mm-hmm. But if you just have more money, you get less time because you have better defense. Exactly. And- you know what I'm saying? So in the school thing with the school, like school fraud type stuff, if you're poor or you have less money and you don't have the money to defend it, chances are you might get a a heavier, you know, a heavier penalty compared to what you're. Or agree to like a worse deal. Which happens a lot. A lot of people just yeah. exactly or agree to a yeah. worse deal. So I, I just don't. Fourteen days and a fine and a bunch of community services. It's about right. And by the way, she's pleading mm-hmm. to it. You know what I'm saying? Now, Lori Laughlin. I can't wait to see what happens there. I mean, I don't know what's gonna what the end result's gonna be, but she hasn't made a deal yeah, yet. Right. She wants to go to trial, right? I think so yeah, I don't know. She's bugging the fuck out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think uh, what the feds did with. Felicity Huffman's a warning shot, so we'll see what happens with happens with Aunt yeah. Becky. And you know what? Probably you said earlier, like we disagree in terms of how um, ethical it was. But probably skews my view is is being a parent. You know what I'm saying? And knowing that, like, whatever amount of money they paid, let's let's say under let's say it was 15 grand, right, or something like that. Like you spent 15 grand on your kid. You love your kid, <clears throat> but I guess I'd be less forgiving if you spent 15 grand to cheat for something for yourself. If, if, you, if you understand what I mean, like if she paid 15 grand to secure a role or something like that, that someone else could have got, you know what I mean? For herself, as opposed to her kid. Like she, she is sacrificing for her kid. You know what I'm saying? She just was dumb about the way she did it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that happens to a lot of parents in America. Parents fight over their kids at, at little league games and end up doing, you know what I'm saying? Having an assault charge on their, re- on their record now, or, or they say something stupid to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Over their kid or just, it happens. Cause you get blinded by the love you have for your kid, or just even the just the the the, the desire to see them succeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I th- it's a, it's a compelling explanation. I don't think it's an excuse though. If you fight at a game, if you beat somebody up, be like, yeah, this person was disrespecting my kid. Yeah, but you ain't supposed to be beating yeah, people yeah, up. Yeah, and I agree. Not not an excuse okay. at all. Not an excuse at all. Like I said, I just I just think so that's the reason take, for why. I, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I definitely yeah. get it. But as far as ethics, I think there's still. Yeah, I mean, maybe the, well, one, justifying it to yourself, 
and two, like the whole dynamics of love and you getting your own family ahead mm-hmm. of things, like ahead in the world, that could kind of cloud the whole ethics thing and kind of jam your ethics up, but it's still unethical yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. Nah, you're right. You're right, man. Bro, a lot happened while you was away, man. I don't know if you was paying attention to the 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 publicate publicate publications. <laughs> the publications. <laughs> the fucking uh the newswire, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know the World Wide Web, what they were showing you out there in France, but Nicki Minaj retired, bro, from the rap game. Yeah, man, it shook up the world in France. Did it really? I don't, I, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> it wasn't the news, but it was like a, a small, like in the papers, because every now and then I flipped through the papers, and it was like a small, one of those small little articles. And um, more power to her, you know what I'm saying? But she is an international star, though. But yeah, yeah, that's... um, That's weird, right? It's weird. It's like a head-scratcher. Like, I think she still had more in her, you know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely feel like, I think I've never experienced what she's going through in terms of people building you up to such heights and then turning on you and then not really have an explanation for why. You know what I'm saying? You haven't mm-hmm. done anything differently. Some of your behavior... You're like our fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that that, mm-hmm. that maybe have converted to other female rappers and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I don't think Nicki's necessarily done anything to lose their favor. I think some of her actions in the past couple of years have been like head scratchers as well, but not necessarily nothing that you'd see people lose their fan base the way that, that she has. Um... But it's also, you know what I mean? It makes you think, what is it really built on? Like, what's your favorite? I don't have a favorite Nicki Minaj song. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a, I, I, I can barely tell you her album cuts or even her, some of her radio cuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think that's just you, though. I mean, she has some some bangers. No, no. And I'm not, I, I, I super bass. You know what I'm saying? You're like that type of stuff. Yeah. Or yeah, well, big hits and things like that. But I'm talking about like more recent stuff. I can't even name any for you. You know what I'm saying? Anaconda. Was that, is that the, even the name of the song? The, um, yeah, I think yeah, I, probably that's the, the last like uh, I mean I don't know the critic about the critical acclaim of it, but it was it was pretty banging. And then um, the last like joint that connected with me was the the joint on Kanye's album, the Monster Twisted Nightmares, whatever Monster. Yeah, yeah, and that was a minute ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know you old when time just starts merging. It might have been like a decade ago. I'm like, yeah, that shit was released the other day, yo. <laughs> What's that shit they released last week? Monster, yeah. <laughs> Blue Ivy might not have even been born yet. Nah, it, um, yeah, that, that's yeah, no, that's her biggest verse I think to date. I think that's the one yeah. that people like are like crazy about. But I can't really remember anything else. Like, not just I can't remember anything. Else. That's that's putting it falsely. I do remember verses a lot. I remember a lot of features. You know what I'm saying? But um. Nothing memorable like that. And I, but but with that being said, I think she still had a runway to go. It's got to be very confusing for her, I think, in, in her mind. Because imagine if you have, like, mad billboard chart records. You, like, up there with Aretha Franklin. And then you go, you turn on social media and somebody's dissing you for Cardi B. And you're like, well, I didn't even, well, how did, what, <laughs> like, you can't like both of us? Or you can't, you know what I'm saying? Well, you, I, I wanted to ask you, because in, in your lead up to all of this, you you mentioned that, Oh well, some a lot of people pivoted to other female rappers. Can they not like more than one at a time? For some, I've always felt like with female rap, they it's even more comp- well, way more competitive than male rap. Because you even look at the Little Kim, Foxy Brown era, like they both was on top. They both could have shined, you know what I'm saying? And had, I guess maybe they just felt like they were in each other's lane. But it's like it's it's the music industry. You're all you're in a genre. 
<laughs> there's going right. to be someone else that that resembles you and looks like you making the, the music that you make like that happens you know what i'm saying like or, or, you know what i'm saying but that, that happens in, in the male game too rick ross and young jeezy is kind of like eventually they were kind of just doing the same thing i think they felt and they were like all right well you're in my lane you're in my lane this that, that happens you know what i'm saying but um and that's why they were able to move from it you know what i'm saying because it wasn't anything Heavy like that, but I feel like in female rap, they pit them against each other. They're like, oh, well, you should be this and this person. You should be having that. Like, I could have predicted Cardi and Nikki beef way in advance, and I think a lot of people could, you know what I mean? Like, right. I just felt like <clears throat> you felt like that's where it was heading. Like, you like, oh, is that line about Cardi or is that line about Nikki? You know what I'm saying? And it's like you're, 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 you're feeling around for, like, cattiness. Jay-Z said it, uh, male shouldn't be jealous. That's a female trait. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you that's the stereotype that you put on them. And then I think they that they people really do portray that on them and put that on them. Yeah. I think uh Nicki Minaj probably to you to that whole woman rapper thing, it's probably harder to stand out, which I guess is a good thing with now that this the field of viable women rappers is growing, right? Like they're sustaining the careers at the same time. I guess it could be argued back in the day, but I'm two years before my time, like Queen Latifah, MC Light, and all that. But then again, were they hot at the same time? But anyway, that's another conversation. Yeah. But you got like these new these new folks like Saweetie and Megan Thee Stallion and all them. Mm-hmm. I kind of dig their shit. <laughs> Saweetie. <laughs> Saweetie. <laughs> 35 years old. I don't know how to say that shit. Saweetie. <laughs> I was like, how you a, say it's, it? a, it's an African artist he talking about. <laughs> I thought you it was sweetie. I thought it, yeah, I thought it was sweetie. I could be wrong though. You might, you it's might spelled, be right. It's spelled S A W E E T I E. It might be sweetie, but you know, it's like Wale. <laughs> Wale, exactly. Like whale. <laughs> Yo, we're, I, we're, I, don't know, I don't know how to how to say it. Quick sidebar: I'm in the car the other day, and I'm driving. I'm picking my daughter up from school, and you know, you forget the radios on sometimes, and that song comes on, and um. Next thing I know, she's singing, that's my type, that's my type. I'm wow. like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, where oh, you? She heard it on your radio? And I was like, I had to ask. I was like, whoa, where you heard that song from? She's like, um, I mean, I'm in the car with you. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, I guess I'm like, I'll be listening to this song. What you talking about? Watch <laughs> <laughs> your mouth, buddy. Which is crazy, man. You think about, when I was her age, I started, let me see, how old is she, like five? She turned five in a few weeks. Yeah. I started learn, you know, learning different songs, not the the crazy ones yet, but like I would hear like MC Hammer and shit like that. Yeah. That, now she know, um, those, those would be my joints. She got this Disney joint that like is uh, Descendants or this movie mm-hmm. that she, and then she got the soundtrack now because you know she got it on like the, the <coughs> on the tablet. She, she know all them songs word for word. Like she dead ass could like sing them, rap them. She know the dance moves. Like you know, what I'm saying the memory's crazy, bro. But yeah, she's that's. I'm like, all right, listen to that Disney stuff. Leave Saweetie or whatever her name is. Saweetie. <laughs> Leave that to the to the grown grown folks. Megan the Stallion, cause yeah. the V with two E's. <laughs> I like her. I don't know. I like you know. I like her music. She cool, man. But um, I feel like Nikki could have did it. There was still room in the game for Nikki, and she still could. Yeah. I think at her, no one has re- at has reached her peak yet in rap as a woman. Nah, nah, and it's it's gonna be a while to 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 get those. Cardi might Cardi's on a nice little uh run, but yeah, uh, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see where it goes. And I think, Nikki, but by, but by the way, she she also says she's retiring to to do some family planning. Yeah, yeah. so that that's and you're allowed to do that, right? Like everyone's allowed. She's had a success. She's made a ton of money. You know what I'm saying? So more power to. It. And then now she could market off a comeback if she ever does it. You know what I'm saying? 
So. She will mark it off the comeback, like some Serena type stuff. I mean, Serena ain't do all the theatrics of I'm retiring and all that, but like I'm leaving to. I mean, you could do both. You could be on top of the game and raise a family. You know what I'm saying? Look, could Beyonce, mm, Cardi mm, B, mm, can she though? Is Serena? Serena's falling short. Serena, <laughs> Serena is 57 years old and made it to the finals. Every short. time, all the time, made Yo, it to the finals. Isn't that funny about sports? How no one cares about second place. Like, like you that is true. Ricky Bobby shit. Like, I know he was making a joke when he said it, but it's real life. Like, if you ain't first, you last. Yeah. Like, it's 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 dead ass true. Like, niggas don't give LeBron props. I mean, people do say, all right, well, you made it to the finals eight times in a row. So, you know what I mean? Whatever the number is. But it's like, but but you did. How many did you win? You know what I'm saying? It's always a slick line after that. So it's just like, damn. Le- LeBron's the top loser in history. I mean, <laughs> as history would put it. You know what I'm saying? Serena's getting there. <laughs> yeah. Serena. I mean, she, she, she's getting there. Yeah. But. She's 57 years old. Uh, she played, when she was pregnant, she played in a tournament. And I'm not sure if she won that one, but she got pretty far. Mm-hmm. Did she win that one when she was pregnant? Oh, man, I can't remember. Nah, I, don't but she so. def- I don't think so. Oh, okay, but she she uh, performed pretty well there. But like for, re- but in, in real, for real, though, she's in her late 30s, an athlete in her late 30s. Um, didn't take much downtime uh, on her pregnancy, right, after mm-hmm. her pregnancy. Like I, to come, to make it to second place, she she I don't know, man. Like she she's still doing really well. Of course, like it doesn't matter unless you win the chip or win win the cup or whatever is in tennis. But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so to your question, is she really doing it? Uh, yeah, right. The, the girl who bust her ass last year in the U.S. Open, she lost in in, in a in a fairly early round. Early-ish round. Osaka, you talking about? Uh, oh, um, Naomi. Naomi Osaka, yeah. yeah. If I, for all of you who don't know, we talk about Serena Williams uh, made it to the finals of the U.S. Open, and, and she's been doing that in a lot of the, the Grand Slams. She makes it to the finals and falls short in that final match, and that happened once again. Um, she lost to a young Canadian, and uh, she's losing to young girls, too. That's the, like newcomers, you know what I mean? But um, they're, they're young. Yeah, and, and that makes sense. <laughs> they, they're they're young. young. They're athletes. Yeah, and they studied her. Yeah, you know, like I mean? Serena in, in very, uh, I guess, aging athlete form. Like there was one or two tournaments where she made it really far, but had to bow out because of injury. Mm-hmm. Her oh. body betraying her at, at inopportune times. But it happens. It does, man. Keith, we haven't done this in a while, brother. I think it's time for Have You Heard. Yeah. <laughs> Rapid Fire Edition, man. Go. All right, man. Have you heard? Yeah. I, I I come across some news headlines in the past couple of weeks. My man keeps the world traveling. You know what I'm saying? Sipping champagne first class, doing the big. He ain't paying attention to what's going on. Uh, out I there. feel kind of <laughs> <laughs> champagne. Yes, <laughs> first class is definitely not. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Let's see if he's been keeping up with anything in the news. Uh, Keith, have you heard? KFC is dropping a new sandwich. <laughs> really? They, they want to get into the mix with all of the the, the Popeyes uh, and the. Uh, the Chick-fil-A and all that? It's the chicken rush. It's the chicken rush, man. Every commercial I see nowadays is chicken. <laughs> Every commercial. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking about buying some chicken stock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's funny. This morning, uh, well, it's related to chicken stock. Um, and by stock, you mean not chicken stock to make soup, but you mean like... <laughs> stock you want to invest in chicken. Stock market. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, wifey is like, hey, you know, we should really invest in that impossible meat. And I'm like, lady, let me eat breakfast first. But yeah, you uh yeah I was thinking yeah, about that chicken. too. I was actually looking at that this morning too. <laughs> but uh um, yeah, it's hitting supermarkets. Yeah, maybe I should do that today. Now that you mentioned. <laughs> but anyway, 
But yeah, yeah, that, KFC drop. That's dope, man. Because KFC, they rarely Wait. disappointed. Remember them famous well, hold on, bowls? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The famous bowls are still yeah, smack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah hell yeah. They, they, that's, that's a staple there now. I haven't been to KFC in a while, but every time I go there, I think the staple, the famous bowls is there. Um, but Keith, I don't want to give him props just yet, bro. I haven't told you about the sandwich. It is yeah. a fried chicken sandwich with Don't donuts as the bun. Stop it. <laughs> the fuck? What? Fried chicken. That is some boondock shit, first of all. No, that is. I was just about to say, oh, they are really trying to kill the black community. <laughs> fried chicken sandwich with donuts at the bun, man. Uh, KFC is testing the new uh, sandwich uh, in uh, what's it called? limited release. Limited release. Um, but they said customers are increasingly seeking novel, craveable flavor combinations that give them the best of both sweet and savory worlds to create a unique taste experience. Through mm-hmm. this test market, KFC is evaluating consumer appetite for bringing this growing food trend to its customers on a national scale. Um, okay. Oh, I mean, hmm. they. I, I like how they eloquently put it. I wonder who they, the um, PR person is. <laughs> That was nice. <laughs> You're like, all right, we're gonna kill you, but we're gonna sell it. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. tell you nicely. Yeah, because um, I'm sure in the meetings it wasn't like it was like that. It was probably like, yo, we need to put out some fat and shit and raise <laughs> these goddamn healthcare costs. It was pure niggerdom in the in the in the office yeah. when they when they playing this shit. But it looks yeah. it looks people interesting. Yeah, they I couldn't. Nah, people who lose their feet off of this, and then the PR person's well, due to the customer demand for sweet and savory, we're trying to do, to fill the demand of the market. Yeah. In in their defense, in their defense, they did release uh, vegan fried chicken at limited releases uh, last week. It was called Beyond Fried Chicken, mm-hmm. um, and they sold out. They, they said yeah. Atlanta KFC sells out of vegan fried chicken in five hours. Uh, KFC's green painted store draws two block long lines of hungry customers looking to try its new Beyond Meat vegan chicken nuggets and wings. Wow, this chicken! Yeah, I really got to get into this chicken game, real chicken or fake chicken, because they draw lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I, I caught me a spicy. Ch- I mean, it's not doesn't have a lot of fanfare, but there's only drive through in the area. But I went and got me a, at Burger King a spicy chicken sandwich, and that shit was hitting. Not on office because I was starving, or if it was really good. But yo, mad spices in there. I was just felt like a drug rush. <laughs> All right, well, rapid fire, man. Would you try the donut? Uh, fried chicken burger, fried chicken. Try burger. it. Fried, yep. fried chicken sandwich. I mean, you would try yeah, it. Yeah, like if if somebody who I was with bought it, and I'll yeah. be like, man, give me a piece of that shit. <laughs> I'll be talking shit about it while I did it, though. I'll be I'll be hate eating it. <laughs> it, it might be it might be all right. Uh, would you try the yeah. Beyond uh, Chicken? The Beyond yeah. Fried oh chicken? yeah, I tried the Beyond Meat. Okay, liked it. Yeah, it was delicious. The shit was bananas. It's crazy. It's almost I almost feel like it should be illegal. Like it fry up like a burger and everything. Like I bought the like the ground quote unquote meat like the quote and unquote, just, <laughs> and then I just put it in a frying pan to make a burger and the shit like comes out burger texture and everything. Okay, have you heard? The state of California is uh, putting a bill in the law that's going to allow their college athletes to get paid off of their likeness, so they can do appearances, autograph signings, things like that, and actually get paid for it legally. Um, hey, they passed it. California's in the process. They, they, um, the, the, it was a unanimous vote, and that was, was the last step before the go- uh, the governor has to sign it into into law now. Yeah, I, I didn't know all of that, but yeah. that's pretty dope. Yeah, but it's getting pushback from a lot of people. Um, Tim Tebow said something stupid like, "You should be honored to play for your school for free." Um, 
other coaches from the other states are pissed off because they think California's doing this as a marketing ploy. Um, it's going to have implications. Which for it the, is. Yeah. UCLA going to get crazy players. <laughs> and that's what people are scared of, yeah. And um, also, how does it work for the NCAA? Are, are the California schools going to now be disqualified from uh, certain events because of this this law, because they've received money at a, at a car dealership or something like that? Um, along with that, have you heard that Jamel Hill, she wrote an article saying that black athletes uh, should leave white colleges. Uh, actually, I think that's the title of it. It's time for black athletes to leave white colleges, um, saying that black athletes, it's kind of encouraging black athletes to attend historically black colleges and universities instead of predominantly white institutions. She wrote this in the um, Atlantic. Um, quick quote, the NCAA reported $1.1 billion in its revenue for 2017. Most of that money comes from basketball. In 2016, NCAA had um increased its television deal to an 8.8 billion deal um along these 30 division schools there's about 100 million in athletic revenue every year all these schools are majority white in fact black men make up only 2.4 percent of the undergraduate population in the 65 schools in the power five conferences yet the black men make up 55 percent of the football players and 56 percent of the basketball players um and basically her argument was saying that if that money went towards h well, historically black colleges that that money um that, that that then would bring more money to those institutions and allow them to, to thrive as well um if the if the best athletes in the world <clears throat> she's received from backlash from that though um people saying that she's racist um pro segregation um and they're even saying that well you didn't even go to H- hbcu um uh, because you went to michigan state right um Basically saying, but but she was she clapped back saying, um, a encouraging black people to rebuild their communities is literally the opposite of racism. But okay, B Zion could have played on the moon and been the number one pick. The real shame is that he had to go to college in the first place. But I digress. And C, the point you missed it, and then put a um link to her article in there. But um, no, how do you feel about that? As I know, there's a lot of information. I just hit you with real quick, but uh, how do you feel about the pay to play uh law? And then how do you feel about Jamel's article? In, in regards to that? Oh, pay to play law? Uh it's interesting. No, I think I think that's dope because usually things just start with like one one step. So yeah, NCAA didn't make any kind of system, systematic changes, mm-hmm. changes uh to the whole that whole deal with uh athletes profiting off their own likeness. But one state taking it into it into their own hands, I don't necessarily think it's solely a ploy. I think they're really trying to make significant change with regards to Jamel's Hill Jamel Hill's article I think that's dope I'm all for economic development of the African American you know what I'm saying so that's part of it like in the grand scheme of college athletics HBCUs aren't that good but from what I hear I haven't watched many games because I just don't have access to the games but I heard the games are really good and they they used uh, to come on BET back in the day I don't know if they still do I see Grambling and uh, somebody grambling. Su- grambling and Southern. I don't know what state yeah. Southern was. <laughs> grambling and Southern or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some they they had some serious athletes come out of HBCUs. Actually, Stephen A. Smith did like a thing the other day, just talking about his top five athletes that went to HBCUs, like Earl the Pearl Monroe. Uh, no, Pearl Washington. One of them dudes from back way way back in the day. Um, uh, Steve McNair and he just went went on and on with the different athletes he really admires that went to HBCUs but yeah I mean I, I wish it could be that way where I think the 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 headline was probably to be a little bit pr- provocative mm-hmm. and to kind of 
get you to read the rest of the story. Yeah. But I think just in, as a general principle to have more athletes consider HBCUs or somehow get, get um, I guess, profit going in there, it, it would be really powerful for this nation, given that so many black professionals come out of HBCUs, like prominent black professionals. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I wish something like it would happen. Clearly, what the headline indicates... It's not realistic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. if something like that could happen, the other day I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I think it was Larry Wilmore's podcast. He had Malcolm Gladwell on, the dude who wrote like Outliers and all that. Yeah, he wrote a new and book. He was saying, yeah, he was saying that you know what some of these colleges, like the the really rich colleges where rich people come from, and the colleges themselves are rich. They raise so much money that. If they just kept like they try to spend and spend it, and they never run out of money, even if they try to run out of money. Mm. And the thing is, these is like Princeton, Harvard. These these cats, these are the type of places where some guy will be like, "All right, I'm donating two fifty grand to Harvard. I'm I'm donating half a million to Stanford." When he said, like, if every now and then these colleges said, "You know who could really use this money?" You know. X school, university, all like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if something like that could happen with HBCUs, I think that would be absolutely dope. Kind of like how that billionaire, that hedge fund dude, yeah, that black yeah. dude, he um Morehouse. Morehouse, yeah. He paid for that graduating class. He hooked them up, like he hooked their loans up or whatever, their debt, their college debt. Mm-hmm. Like something like that. Like just economic empowerment, like just a a nice like jolt, like a stimulus. So I think like elite black talent. Or elite talent period going to HBCUs could really help that HBCU economy. So, uh, I think uh, in in all, I probably agree with Jamel Hill. Okay, okay. It's a real quick point before we move on. Um, something that gets conflated with the pay to play uh law is that people think that the schools themselves will be paying the athletes. That's not what they're doing at all. They're basically saying this athlete can now go to your local Foot Locker if they want to pay him for an appearance. You can make club appearances. You can get walk through money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come see Jalen Ramsey. Well, not Jalen Ramsey. Or Jalen Hurts, I mean. Uh, walk, walk through the club in, in Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it basically um, allowing them to make money off their likeness. And um, in terms of what Jamel said, like I said, I don't necessarily see it happening, but I do see the point, the bigger point that she was trying to make that this is an industry that is built on the backs of young black men. And um, they're not getting paid either way. So it's, it's someone should profit off of it. And if not any, if if not the athletes themselves, then it should be the institutions, which are HBCUs. But I don't see that as happening as realistic. But um, you mentioned elite black talent, Keith. And that's a perfect segue into the next gentleman that uh, we have to talk about. You've been going a long time. We haven't spoke about him at all. His name is Antonio Brown. A B, A B, the real A B, one and only, <laughs> the real A B, man. Um, that your man has been. It, it was crazy because I, you were left for for to to do what you was doing, and I wrote down the name A B. And in that amount of time, the story has changed from what originally we were going to talk about, which is probably the feet. <laughs> he burned his feet in a cryo. Uh, what is it? What do they call that? Cryotherapy uh, yeah. chamber by wearing the wrong footwear. We're probably going to talk about that. We're probably going to talk about the helmet. You know what I mean? That he didn't he didn't want to wear a helmet that was outlawed by the league. Sorry, he wanted to wear a helmet that was outlawed by the league and didn't want to wear the new helmets and uh, was considering not playing over that. Uh, we we were going to talk about the fact as as time progressed that he got into a, a fight, like you know, altercation so to speak, with his general manager. Yeah, <laughs> and called him a cracker, and was still allowed back with the team. He recorded a phone call between him and his coach and turned it into a social media post. 
<laughs> like it, it was the story was developing, but now it's going to a a a, a, a weird place, a weird weird place. Uh, on a few maybe a, a week or two ago, a young lady came out saying that she had a civil case going against um Antonio Brown, claiming that he sexually assaulted her. Um, this was his trainer, if I'm not mistaken, right, Keith? Yep. Yep. Um, and yeah, like he, she was a, I guess they went to college together and they, they met in some Bible group, Bible study group. And I guess that maybe when he became a professional at some point, he was like, you know what? You should be my, be my trainer or whatever. I have you come on. I think he, he liked her back then. I don't know when the, the romance started or I don't know what to call it. Like their, uh, fraternization, I guess. <laughs> I don't know when that started, but. Yeah, and in and, and her lawsuit, she's claiming that uh, Antonio Brown has done things from uh, expose himself to her um, on a few occasions, uh, ejaculated on her back. If I'm not, yeah, I think uh, while she was watching um, church on a tablet, and bragged about it via text. Yep, and then released text messages where he did brag about it. Um, and then on on, on another occasion, um, pinned her down and sexually assaulted her. Um, this isn't um, a criminal case, however. She's looking to receive um, damages for what's happened. Um, at that time, Antonio Brown was released from the Raiders and picked up by the uh, New England Patriots. Before, Right before that news broke, actually. Um, he, he went on to play a game with the Patriots, um, scored a touchdown, did, did very well. And then news broke that there was another allegation against him. This time it was an artist. Um, a young lady who was contracted to paint a mural for him um, states that Antonio Brown exposed himself to her, came out wearing only a, um, well, a wash rag or something like that, I believe, and um, made her feel uncomfortable with, with un- unwanted passes. Um, that's what's that sexual misconduct? I don't think that. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that criminal? She, oh, she just a, came she out. Did, she didn't um, place charges. Court. She just um, there was an article that Sports Illustrated was was writing about debts that Antonio Brown hasn't paid in the past couple of years, and, and they came across a charity that he um, promised money to, um, and they actually linked Sports Illustrated to the young lady, and she told her story about why she felt uncomfortable working with her, why she never finished the mural. And gotcha. Yeah, I mean. And then ultimately the Patriots released Antonio Brown the other day. They pretty much fired him. Yeah, after the story of him farting in the doctor's face. And hmm. video. That, that's where the Patriots draw the line. They're like, you could murder three people. You could be accused of rape. You get a hand job <laughs> at a massage parlor. You could you could support sexual trafficking, but you can't be farting in doctors' faces. No, nah, no, it yeah, wasn't man. just that though. He was also uh, alle- the the lady, the the second um, mm-hmm. allegation against him, the artist. He actually sent a text message, a group text, which included his lawyer, uh, two of his buddies, and her, <laughs> stating um, basically that he wants his buddies to get information about her. Posted a picture of of her kids, asked them to find out information about them as well, <laughs> and like so basically they're talking to each other back and forth. She's seeing, you know, I mean, she's included on the thread, so she's used the whole conversation. Yeah, and it's uh, it's wild. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, to your point about all this breaking while I was away. I mean, the head, you know, and yet hotels and stuff, they have the the newspapers out in the lobby and everything. And this actually made front page. Though I think it was like the sports page, like the front sports page. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that's how I learned the French word for rape, which was funny. And, what is um, it? Viol, V-I-O-L. Uh, like violate? Like violate, exactly. <laughs> Le viol. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, that shit, the, the story's just wacky. And he's just a wacky character. And I think that, because for now, there's nothing criminal against him in criminal court. But still, like, just the, the, the stink of this whole story and his attitude, like, all these texts and stuff like that. Like, for, so, for instance, like, let's say he was just a wacky character that just didn't get along with his team, like, bosses and coaches and stuff like that. Okay. That's, that's not a good thing. But now this complete consistency with the text messages and some of the other behavior. So, if you yell at coaches and act like a dick, that doesn't mean you're a rapist. However, people are more willing to believe that you are. It makes it easier to believe, right? Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's the well, that's it's not the real, it's not the core trouble, but it does make things worse for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The text messages sound just like how he be. <laughs> how he be. How the, he the text be. messages sound, I'm a, I'm a, matter of fact, I'm going to stick with that. The text messages pretty much sound how he be, like how we heard him with the, the coaches recording people and posting it and calling his, his um, general manager a cracker. Mm-hmm. It's a long list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can't front like it ain't me. Yeah. It's so <laughs> consistent. Like the wording and every, like everything is just so consistent. That's why I bust on your back. Yeah. Like it's so consistent with what we're seeing of him that it's like, all right. And then it's all, all, everything is pretty much evident. All the accusations are evident except the sexual assaults. However, being that everything is consistent, that everything has kind of been borne out and proven, like, oh, he's bragging and he's verbal abuse and all this stuff. And more or less, that's been proven. Now the sexual assault's the only piece to be proven, but I feel as if there's a... People are just making the connection on their own just because it seems to be consistent with a broader story. Mm-hmm. Also, in that Sports Illustrated piece where other allegations from other women, one woman stated he threw a, a cologne bottle at her. Um, there's another allegation that he threw furniture off a roof. Oh, sorry, off a balcony one time. Um, so it's definitely like, you know what I'm saying, a pattern of impulse uh, issues there. Um, on top of that, the state of Pennsylvania said that they're not uh, pursuing criminal um activity against uh mr brown um due to statute of limitations but not based off of his innocence or you know what i'm saying so to speak but based mm-hmm. off it's a statute of limitations issue which is weird because this stuff is all reported to happen about like two years ago but um yeah the one in pennsylvania it looks like the statute of limitations are a little too far on that one for them CTE to pursue is a hell of a drug <laughs> apparently man but uh what do you think's next for antonio Brown? like you said he was released by the patriots you think another team might pick him up uh yeah, he's way too good not to be picked up. But I don't think they're gonna pick him up while this stuff is still going on, though. Okay, you think yeah. gonna, he might he might go the rest of the season without getting picked up or I think playoffs? Man, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Because that mean, girl I, that girl spoke to the NFL for for ten hours. The uh, first allegation, uh, I think Brittany is her name. She um she she came out and spoke to the NFL. Then I think they're doing an investigation now on the threat to now the second lady. Um, that made the, the allegation. They were going to talk to her anyway, but now they have to investigate the threat. Uh, text mm-hmm. messages now. So, 
he hasn't been like I said, he hasn't been placed on. He hasn't been arrested. Anything that's happened. So the NFL is using that kind of to not put him on the exempt list. I just don't know if a team wants to deal with the PR hit of having to ask. Like, look, Bill Belichick was getting annoyed. Answer, right. answer the question. He's like the yeah, best at I, deflecting questions. Of course, yeah. I mean, this. Yeah, I can't see him being picked up this season. Maybe for like a playoff push, right? Maybe if as if this this investigation from the NFL reaches some kind of disposition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's a lot, man. It's a, a bunch of allegations and allegations are particularly heavy. Are uh, heavy. Especially considering the times that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I wish him the best, man. I hope he really doesn't have like a head injury like we joke CTE. But it possibly could be this. We could be seeing it. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? I've seen 30 for 30s that look like this. And it's um, it's not pretty, man. So hopefully, you know what I mean? He gets his head in the right space and he's able to. If, if these are false allegations, he's able to bounce back for it. And if they aren't, you know what I mean? You're going to have to be punished for what happened, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? But, um. With that being said, man, that's another episode of the books, brother. We back at it, man. I think that's episode 70, bro. I think we getting old, man. Elderly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, Keith, where can people find you at on social media, brother? Instagram. Me and my underscore 35. You can find me, DJ Playboy, at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y on Instagram. Also, uh, DJ Playboy on Twitter. Also, you can follow the Perfect Talk podcast at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. Keeping it moving, keeping it moving. We have a website now. It's a big things are going. Uh, check it out. It's called PerfectTalkPodcast.com. It is the number one home for the Perfect Talk podcast. Every episode right there. In addition to that, you can find every episode of my radio show, The Night Shift, available on the Mixcloud app. You can find them right there on the website also. PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Number one shop for everything you need. Um, yeah, big things fam. Big things are going man. Uh, like I said, episode 70, man. Early bird special, man. We back at it. Yo, Keith, man. Glad to have you back in town, brother. I know you got things to do, places to go, so we're going to keep it moving, man. We up out of here, man. Peace. Peace. <laughs>